As Mother's Day approaches, I want to offer you some communication tools that honor the initial sentiment of reconciliation and peace, but this time with your own mother. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you have more peace and more harmony in all your relationships. In May, in the United States, where I live, we celebrate Mother's Day. And in my work with clients and communication students, I hear a lot of conflict, pain, and distance that exists between them and their mothers. So I wanted to record this episode to give you useful transformative tools you can use to communicate with your mother. Now, How is it that we have Mother's Day? How did it come to be that Mother's Day is celebrated in various countries in the world? At this moment, 46 countries celebrate Mother's Day. According to History.com and various other sources I read, there were celebrations of mothers and motherhood that go back to the ancient Greeks and Romans. In fact, They held multiple day-long festivals in honor of mothers and their mother goddesses. In the United States, we owe the creation of Mother's Day to three women, Anne Reeves Jarvis, her daughter Anna Jarvis, and Julia Ward Howe. Anne Reeves Jarvis organized the first Mother's Friendship Day a little over 150 years ago. Now, What happened in the United States about 150 years ago? Well, there was the Civil War. And this Mother's Friendship Day was for mothers of both sides of the Civil War to gather, to mourn their sons who died in the war, and to promote reconciliation. Then, two years later, in 1870, abolitionist and suffragette Julia Ward Howe wrote the Mother's Day Proclamation. In this proclamation, she asked mothers to unite in promoting word peace, and she campaigned for a Mother's Peace Day. This proclamation was a powerful call for mothers to gather and talk about peace. I will now read an excerpt of her proclamation, which I find very powerful. And it says, Arise then, women of this day. Arise all women who have hearts, whether our baptism be that of water or of tears. We women of one country will be too tender of those of another country to allow our sons to be trained to injure theirs. From the bosom of the devastated earth, a voice goes up with our own. It says, disarm, disarm. The sword of murder is not the balance of justice. Wow, so powerful, isn't it? 
If you're interested in reading her entire proclamation, in which she suggests that all women of all countries gather every year to discuss actions towards peace, I'll add a link in the show notes where you can read her entire proclamation. Now, continuing with the history of Mother's Day, Anne Jarvis's daughter, Anna Jarvis, worked with her church community and then got the support of business owners to celebrate Mother's Day and then went on a campaign writing to newspapers and politicians to urge the adoption of a day honoring motherhood. And a little over a hundred years ago, U.S. President Woodrow Wilson signed a measure officially establishing the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm very curious about how and why we do what we do. Like, how and why we celebrate Mother's Day. I like looking at the origin of words, events, things, and then I like looking at the revolution. And what I find fascinating about the creation of Mother's Day is that the same woman who worked so hard to persuade the U.S. government to officially mark a day on the calendar to honor motherhood as a holiday, then spent all her resources, including all her money, to try to convince the U.S. government to remove that day from the U.S. official holiday list. Why? Because she was appalled by the commercialization of the holiday. She thought all this commercialization took away from the original meaning of Mother's Day. Now, you may be wondering, okay, but what does that have to do with language and communication? Well, language and culture go hand in hand. Both Language and culture are constantly shifting, evolving, and influencing one another. And as the American culture became more commercialized, it shifted Mother's Day to a day of purchasing and giving gifts, cards, flowers, and removed the words related to mourning the death generated by war and violence and the invitation for mothers to take action towards peace and reconciliation. As Mother's Day approaches, I want to offer you some communication tools that honor the initial sentiment of reconciliation and peace, but this time with your own mother. And if you yourself are a mother, I want to offer you a gift to give yourself, especially if you have adult children. So as you consider what to do or say on Mother's Day, first of all, I'd like to encourage you to make the intention of giving your mother the gift of peaceful communication. If you get triggered often when you communicate with your mother, at least on this Mother's Day, Make the intention to redirect your reactivity. 
I made several podcast episodes on reactivity that you can find on my website or if you subscribe to the podcast, and I even have a free guide I offer for that purpose. So if you're interested, you can just go to languagealchemy.com forward slash five steps and download the free guide called five steps to redirect your reactivity. I will add that link in the show notes. The thing is that when you redirect your reactivity, you choose to communicate in a peaceful way. Secondly, I'd like you to remember that this is a gift. And what do you do when you give someone a gift? Maybe you do one of these things. You think about the recipient of the gift. You think about what they would like. You then make a gift or buy a gift. Then you wrap it nicely and then you give it with enthusiasm. So now on Mother's Day, since you already cultivated the intention of giving your mother the gift of peaceful communication, just like with a physical gift, think about your mother and do something that reminds you of your intention before you call her or talk to her. Don't do it in a rush. Give yourself and your mother some time. After all, if she's your birth mother, she carried you in her womb for nine months, even when she felt tired, cranky, or had a busy day. And even if she isn't your birth mother, she's probably spent countless hours taking care of you, thinking of you, thinking about how to be a good mother to you, how to support you. I know this because in my work with mothers, this is what they mostly talk about in our communication coaching sessions when they want to have connection with their adult children. Now, the next thing you can do is to consider what you'd like to say. Consider what kind of special gift you would like to give her. This doesn't mean you need to write something down and then say it word for word, but give it some thought. I am going to give you several ideas here in a little bit. After you consider what you'd like to say, wrap it nicely with a warm and caring tone of voice. And then say it out loud with the only expectation that you are the one giving her a gift. Just like when you give someone a physical gift, you don't know what they may do with it, but that's not a point of a gift, right? The point is to give, period. Finally, give that gift and that gift only. What do I mean by that? If your mother talked about how great it is that you are communicating this and goes into how you've never said this in the past, Please avoid going into the past. You don't need to explain anything or try to justify yourself for what you're doing right now, or else the gift will be diluted. You are giving your mother a beautiful gift. Stick to it. If she goes into the past, just take a breath and let it slide. So now that you know how to give your mother this gift of peaceful communication that could potentially lead to reconciliation down the line, let's talk about what kind of peaceful communication gift you can give her. 
You can tell your mother something you appreciate about her. You can remind her of your favorite memory with her and why this is your favorite memory. You can also express your gratitude for specific things she's done for you or specific ways in which she supported you. You can also let her know what you've learned from her. And if none of these gifts resonate with you or they feel like too much for where this relationship with your mother is at this moment, then talk about something she likes. If she likes a program, a hobby, an activity, talk about it. I have a client who mentioned her mom loves anything related to a particular celebrity. Okay, so maybe read an article about that celebrity or find out what that celebrity has been up to and then talk to your mom about it. That could be a wonderful way to start connecting with your mother and most likely it will feel like a gift to her. And of course, I did say that if you yourself are a mother, I want to offer you something useful in this podcast as well. And that is Whatever your children do on Mother's Day, whatever gift they give you, whatever message they communicate to you on a card, on the phone, or video call, make the intention at that moment when you are hearing them or reading their words to receive what they're offering you as a gift from the heart. And remember, sometimes... Hearts are hurt, broken. Sometimes they're in the process of healing. When your children give you this gift, can you let yourself be open to receive that gift from your child, whether she's three or 43, and see it as a gift from their heart? Doing this can help you feel more connected to your child. And after all, this is what you want the most, to know that the connection with your child is still there. Whatever you do on Mother's Day, whether you're giving a gift to your mother or you are receiving a gift from someone, may your communication be in alignment with what you'd like to honor. Thank you so much for listening and a special thanks to my client, Michelle, for all the work she's doing to communicate with her mother skillfully. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapoe. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com. <laughs>